Goodbye, and thank you for listening to another episode of It Ain't Ogre Till It's Ogre. I had so much fun this week. I did too. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we are back for our latest backwards episode of Ain't Ogre Till It's Ogre. And, uh, you know, it's the last one. I'm a little sad about that. I don't know about you guys. That is sad. Yeah. But it's also technically the first one. Yeah, in a way, yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, Chris. It's like, this isn't the end, it's the beginning. You know, it's like, it's our first. Yeah, is yeah. this is this a prequel to, I mean, I guess we'll get into it's that. It's Ouroboros. Is it, but, <laughs> it's, okay, it's, Snake eating its tail or whatever, I don't know if I said it right. But. Well, I mean the movie itself, because I know Chris didn't watch Kirsch, because he wasn't with us mm-hmm. yet. But, uh, is to Kirsch a prequel to Kirsch <laughs> like yes. well is it two or is it oh, the... yeah yeah because if you start well, no because it's the numeral oh, yeah. it's the, if they you use start the numeral. at five Kirsch and work backwards it's this 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 ogre who has been blessed in many ways yeah. and his life yes. slowly falls apart I mean... <laughs> yes and he loses everything yeah yeah, yeah. oh what the I think what? we're Getting a call? Luann! Luann! Hello, Luann! Hello? 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 Is this this the Ain't Ogre Till It's Over podcast? Oh, I think I know who this is. Is this... this, What's going on? This is is Dale Johnson coming to you from... So I thought it... Oh, Dale's back. It's our conspiracy theorist extraordinaire, Dale Johnson, back on the line. How you doing, Dale? Oh, you know... Yeah, I guess I should have. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so what brings you uh, into our neck of the woods again? Gentlemen, gentlemen, I, 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 I need to profess something. I saw something last night that, uh, oh boy, if you thought the master of disguise was, oh geez, I saw this story of, mm-hmm. so I don't even know what it is. It had an, a man turn into an ogre. It was a religious experience last night, gentlemen. Let me just say, have you ever heard of the the film? It's a German word. I'm not Kirsch to Kirsch. Oh, the the backwards version of Shrek Two. What? Uh, it sounds like that. It's it sounds as if Dale. Has also watched to Kirsch Shrek yeah. two backwards, yeah. yeah to Kirsch, to Kirsch, yeah. It's 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 about it starts off weirdly about a dragon losing its weird a donkey hybrid sort of things. Yeah, yeah. In a weird sort of like cold open, almost like kind of like the Marvel <laughs> movies have like a cold open <laughs> before like the logo comes on in a way. Yeah, do we just or should we just hop right into what the plot of this? Yeah, thing I mean, is? I guess we never really had a guest uh, for a backwards episode, but this will be kind of fun. We'll give it a little bit yeah. of a uh, a different flavor for our first ever backwards episode, as we established. So, um, yes. yeah. So, Dale, why don't you go ahead and uh, kind of detail your experience of watching this film? Uh, gentlemen, I'm not sure if you've ever come close to. I I I, I think it's called Euphoria. Or something akin to that, but oh, the uh, the HBO show with Zendaya. It, I was talking about the joyous experience. Oh, of okay, sure. Nirvana, but yes, <laughs> one and the same at certain parts. Uh, but just the cold open of watching this film, I have no idea. They go straight into a musical number, which I I still don't understand that. A pretty chaotic yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, I also say like we've seen some chaotic stuff in these backwards films of ours that yeah. we've seen uh i think this might be the, if not the most chaotic scene certainly like in the top five most <laughs> chaotic scenes ever it just introduces so many characters I, it's just insane like <laughs> i don't even know that, if you can really process everything that happens like you it's know. not the most chaotic music scene for me okay what was more chaotic? No. the fairy godmother song 
Yeah. I, oh yeah, that because was because she's yeah, I mean, like singing, that, and then she's like all the, like since it's you know backwards, she's dancing with the, she's with a the guy, and then <laughs> there's a dancing furniture all of a sudden, and a dog, and it's like there's just so much like the, the song forwards. It's you know it's a it's a it's a an appropriate escalation of zaniness, mm-hmm. but backwards it just comes screaming out of the gate with just this mm-hmm. ridiculous mm-hmm. stuff going on. Uh, um, yeah. And I, I wrote one of my notes was the fairy godmother song is an absolute fever dream. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will say uh, related to that, since that is introduced later into the film, the there's like a couple like unattended jump scares from the first movie that like, you know, like they become jump yeah. scares in this version of what I mean to say. And one of them is like Shrek running to the door and then just a giant animated uh, furniture just like jumps in and like, host, you know, <laughs> it's like accosts him. And it's just like a real like when you don't remember that and you're first introduced to that character in this one, it's a genuinely kind of terrifying moment when just a giant, you know, sentient shelf is just like accosting our main character out of nowhere, you know, you know, it's like a fever dream moment. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, um, I, sorry, good. Uh, I was just like the other part, though, before we get into the full musical number, um, there's the like opening credit sequence where you see the names of the actors with the characters. Yeah. And in the original movie, it plays, you know, like a clip of them and then freeze mm-hmm. frames. And in this, it just starts with a freeze frame and then they mm-hmm. move. And for whatever reason, that was so much funnier. <laughs> yeah. Like sp- specifically Puss in Boots, where he's like looking at the mm-hmm. camera and then he looks yeah. down and starts looking. <laughs> I have a, <laughs> another comment about that later. Also, okay. there's an unintended kind of like uh, serpentipious moment that just happened here on Skype, where when you were mm-hmm. like detailing the freeze moment, your Skype screen froze mm-hmm. on me for a second. Ah, so it was like fun. this weird kind of like... Like you were like you caused it to freeze. It's meta. It, yeah, it was just a kind of uh, beautiful moment there. The only time I was happy for Skype to freeze on me, I'll say. <laughs> um, and also Funky Town backwards rips. <laughs> I, I wrote Funky Town uh, backwards is very cursed. <laughs> was that what they were playing? I thought that that was some kind of like Gregorian chant or something like that. I mean, mm. I will say Leave it, Live in the Vita Loca, kind of tie it back to what we were talking about before, is a pretty satanic song backwards. <laughs> Especially at the very end where the, where Puss in Boots does, like, just does his big, like, vocal finisher it, it backwards. He's like, ah! <laughs> I, I love that, yeah. uh, like, that, um, what was supposed, before was, like, a kind of, like, push in up backwards and forwards with Donkey and Shrek singing the mic out of nowhere in this chaotic scene. They're going back up. It's like going like in and out in this really like beautifully nonsense way. It's just like it adds to just the insanity of the whole thing. And on a similar note, the shot of the Bijan Freeze, like <laughs> the, 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 where it yeah. zooms out. <laughs> I mean, that I was we're cracking it. We had to rewind it. That was so it. weird. I had to like stop and try to remember what the context of the original movie. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think that I, I kind of forgot since we haven't done one since Shrek, the original Shrek, that the animated movies backwards, like it really lends itself to it. I think. Uh, um, yeah, I think so. I mean, well, I guess we've done like, you know, like movies with animated characters in it, but yeah, this would be the first time I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah. This would be the first time yeah. we've done a fully animated film backwards since the first Shrek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good thought. I- I noticed that too because like with especially like it's when it when it first like actually jumped out at me like um, like really significantly was when fairy godmother is is unbrewing her potion and um she uh sucks the the lust back up into the bottle and um mm-hmm. it, it occurred to me is like well with animation it's so it, it's it's engineered and it's so deliberate everything mm-hmm. and so backwards it's so much more unnatural than than mm-hmm. live action. Yeah. Similarly, Shrek uh, sp- spitting the potion back <laughs> yeah. into the bottle. It sucks the fart <laughs> back into his butt. Well, I, I definitely, Dude, I definitely, yeah, we yeah. have to, we'll, we'll put a book about that. We'll put a bookmark on that one because I have many thoughts about that one. But <laughs> Wait, there's a lot, there's a lot yeah. to say. Um, but let's not cut off our, uh, yeah, our Dale, guest here. Sorry, yeah, Dale. Who has many things to say. Yeah, yes, of course, of course. So, uh, 
Moving on, I, 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 ju- I just can't seem to understand. Maybe, maybe. So, like, does the lightning bolt create the fairy woman? Or does it just, like, does she just kind of, like, pop into... Fr- I, I have a lot of questions, fellas. Right. It, it, it does raise a lot of questions. I mean, should we try to break down the plot of this thing or at least the beginning of the like yeah. start at the beginning. Well, so, cause what, what my understanding mm-hmm. was, and you know, feel free to disagree sure. with this. Everybody got together and performed a ritual dance ah. number that caused Shrek and Fiona, a happy couple to turn into humans. Yeah. And then when that, after that happened, uh, a, a woman appeared out of bubbles. <laughs> she and and she got so upset about being created that she turned the frog king into a human. It's like the Doctor Strange spell in in No Way Home. It's like they messed it up when they were doing it, and then other stuff happens. Oh. Right. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really look at it as far as like a literal story. I kind of took it as a sort of fantastical allegory parable whatever you want to call it about metamorphosis sure and about like people mm. kind of becoming or transforming into like their truest self <laughs> and that, that which they that, fear the most yeah exactly it's like this whole kind of bleak and sad story about how we're all just sort of monsters or animals at heart whether literally or metaphorically or in this case both you know like uh you know like the idea of like in this movie is that like you know for some characters like um the king Harold, he, he like becoming human is almost like a curse in and of itself. You know, like he he mm-hmm. is a frog innately, and then like he has this kind of tearful moment where he's like saying goodbye to his wife and his daughter, mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess in some respects his uh, son-in-law, and his, then he his becomes hu- his human yeah. wife and daughter. Right, his human wife and daughter. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then he becomes human himself, but he becomes a like mm-hmm. worse person. Like he becomes this sort of arrogant boisterous person Mm -hmm. in a similar way Mm -hmm. like you know Shrek and Fiona kind of become like worse versions of themselves because Fiona starts to distance herself from Shrek she gets uh enamored by Prince Charming or you know like this this oafish well see I got the I got the feeling that they both liked Prince Charming that's interesting and we're kind of fighting over him Shrek and Fiona that she he yes and and that Charming kind of seemed to be more interested in Fiona, so that was why Shrek left uh, on Donkey backwards. Yeah, I had that as a note. It's like he he he's 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 making a, he's like he, he's making a threat, and then he just <laughs> hops on the horse and gallops backwards. <laughs> that was that was my first really big laugh of the movie. But I like that premise of uh, you know transforming into a human is like the monster inside. It's like it's like mm-hmm. reverse Hulk or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a kind of a weird story. I mean, I think Dale, you said this is a German fable. Uh, yeah, it sounded German to me at least. I took it more as like a Russian kind of like horror fable sort of thing. Mm. But I, I like the idea of it being German. I, I mean, I really don't know <sighs> what it language. Felt more, uh, Swedish yeah. to me. Yeah, it was like like Swedish or maybe like kind of like Polish almost. Polish. I'm like, I'm Polish, so that I'm okay with that. I'm a little Polish as well. I think mm. I think we're all maybe Polish. I like to, I'm just assuming sure. Daryl is Polish. Real I don't even Polish know if he knows. The friends we made along the yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Uh, what was that, Dale? Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Polish. Okay, yeah. You, you probably, even if you knew what you were, I think you wouldn't even reveal it on the air. Is that correct? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought that Pinocchio uh, briefly being turned into a human... And then once again back into a puppet worked funnier. <laughs> oh yeah, and that also I mean like kind of lends like my idea here is like you know he was spared in a way because he was like he kind of yeah. like became human for yeah. a moment and then you know like they they prevented him from kind of living out this curse that uh, mm-hmm. King Harold and Shrek and Fiona were living. I'll bet you know for different lengths of time. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, and then and then. Um, a giant cookie man rose out of the water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's, he just Summoned rises by up. the tears of a smaller cookie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see him. They, like, set it up, you know. In the opening musical number, you briefly see 
There's there's a giant right. gingerbread cookie under the I know, water there. Singing. But like I like that like <laughs> like the last time or the first time we see Jin or maybe not the first time, but one of the first times we see Jinji, he's like on his knees, like kinda like doing this like chant, mm-hmm. you know. He's not crying in this one, he's mm-hmm. like kind of summoning this gigantic yes. cookie. He's yeah, he's almost, hydrating himself with tears yeah. from the ground. Oh I was thinking almost mm-hmm. it's like a satanic ritual of some sort. Like he's like Well that too, like, I mean both. You know, like summoning this kanju out from the depths of the water, you mm-hmm. know, to you know, kind of adds this sort of mystical story here. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of the giant gingerbread man, another one of the funniest reverse things is uh, the civilian screaming. <laughs> she's like, she's. I mean, uh, this is audio only for the listeners, but like in the in the movie, she's like. <laughs> and she just like stops and walks away. I, I did love that, like people just got accustomed to Mongo as he was like walking away. It's like, yes. kind of like yes. they were fa- afraid at first, and they just, like instantly got used to it. Like the yeah. people at Starbucks yes. and the people having tea or whatever, they just like they're terrified. And they're just like, oh, you know, we're used, to, we're over it. So, yeah, just in their just in their day mm-hmm. and far, far away. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was which fun. you know was a pretty uh, striking metaphor for how you know danger can often be right in front of us and we just get used to it and mm. you know kind of a, a timely message i guess you could say that's beautiful anyway uh dale what do you have to say about all this i think that it's kind of uh, interesting that the, the one thing i would give the german filmmakers to is their brilliant brilliant uh sort of uh metaphor for how they really you know because, fellas, I, 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 I'm sorry that I keep on going back to this, but every time I see the big cookie, I, I just think of big government. I just, and, and it's, <laughs> they're trying to say that it's big and sweet and that it helps out the little man. It, I'm so, I, can't, I can't hold my tongue anymore on this. Big lies, more like. Wow. Exactly. Exactly, gentlemen. Exactly. Oh, man. So, okay. I, I think that's an interesting concept, though, that the that the big cookie it represents big government. Big consumerism, because look at it. Ooh. I mean, you're literally yeah. taking something micro and making it macro. Yeah, it's more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, uh, you know, even more striking when, you know, you have the Starbucks scene where he's, like, consuming the giant coffee that's it, on the thing. And, you know, people, you know flee from the one Starbucks to the other Starbucks. You know, it's like their only point of reference is these kind of capitalistic institutions. They can't, you know, find shelter elsewhere. So, Uh, yeah. Will, I think you mean sheeple, not people. Yes. Oh, yeah. I should have clarified. Yeah, I I definitely meant sheeple, not people. If only I could make the gasoline giant. (laughs) Uh, Timely jokes. Uh, Anywho. So... The giant cookie leaves, right? Um, Would be like Ongo? 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 Ongo. Well, that's forward, but backwards it's... Oh. Ognom? Ognom. 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 Og? Ognom. Nom. Nom. Yeah. Yeah. Ognom. Ognom. So Ognom leaves... Uh, and then they go to, they, I guess they give him as a gift to the Muffin Man. Is that? Uh, <laughs> well, they sacrifice him to the Muffin yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. It's implied that he, like, tortured and, like, you know, like, you know, like, did, you know, whatever horrendous uh, experiments on Mongo. Sure. Yeah. And then, uh, do they then go to jail? Because I know, I yeah, know for that, the uh, for the crime of yeah. killing Mongo, I, I yeah. presume. Jinji, Jinji... Pinocchio, the three little pigs, and the big, big bad wolf, and the three live mice all take Shrek, Donkey, and uh, and and uh, Puss in Boots to jail. Yes, and and seal them in. <laughs> so to, I, I will I, say we're starting to oh, go ahead. we're starting to we're starting to go towards Gingy being the secret villain of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio's strings. Yeah. In the reverse version. Uh he just slides right on up. It's 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 very entertaining. Yeah. As well, Pinocchio flying out of the 
uh, cage was fun as well. Yeah, uh, I gotta say my favorite uh, entrance or exit in this was um, in the you know forward version. The pigs in a blanket throw the one or the three blue pigs do the pig in a blanket throw the one pig on to uh, fairy godmother and she like kicks the one pig into a window. But in the backwards version, the one pig just comes flying <laughs> out of the window. And just lands on the uh, the fairy godmother's leg and is just like rattling her. That 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 made me laugh so hard in this version. Oh, mm-hmm. I had something from earlier in the movie when the uh, Puss in Boots does his his um, cute face to the guards. Mm-hmm. So in this version, they're like, "Oh, they bring their visors down. <laughs> and they're about to wreck that dude." <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, anyway. Uh, since oh, I, I hadn't seen the, the go ahead. Oh, what's that? I was gonna say that no, I, since I, I I never watched the first Shrek, uh, the the first Kirsch, excuse me, uh, hearing Kirsch for the first time was a delight. Mm-hmm. I realized yeah. uh, Unfun or Evil or whatever the yeah Fiona backwards yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. especially like the scene where uh, where he's pounding on the window yeah. <laughs> and then like after a while uh, fairy godmother like mocks him like oh phone oh phone yeah that was a lot of fun I also I forgot to mention about about Agnam um, that he so they shoot a flaming gumdrop at him which hits him in the foot and he gets mad and as a result Absorbs its power. <laughs> yeah, and gives it back. <laughs> and then shoots it flaming. He's Iron Man's it. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, so they go to jail. And eventually they get out. Uh, oh, yeah. Because then those characters all go home and watch TV and are dismayed to see <laughs> that Shrek Donkey and Puss in Boots have, have escaped jail. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the night scene backwards. That was so fun. Oh yeah, that was brilliant. The, like they, they they plant the yeah, catnip yeah. on Puss in Boots, <laughs> <laughs> which I actually thought was a gag in the original. Like, oh really? But, that they were planting it? Yeah. There? Before I rewatched it for the first time forwards uh, in January, I thought it mm. was a gag that, that the cop plants catnip on Puss in Boots. I was like, man. <laughs> I mean, PG still early two thousands PG movies be hidden. I mean, he, I think the jury's still out. He does out. say it's not his. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that it very well could be read as, uh, yeah. you know, that they planted the, the catnip on him. So, uh, does Dale have any? Valid, I didn't so. hear no Miranda rights being read. <laughs> that is true. In forwards or backwards version, the Miranda rights are not read. Uh, you know, and uh, Donkey even, com- or yeah, Donkey even comments on that in the, uh, the forward version. So, yeah, he does. Dale, did you have any other thoughts on the um, knights uh, scene or them going to jail? The, the, entry, the, well, the end, or should I say the beginning of the scene, whenever they all just have the look of sh- pure shock on their face, and it's mm-hmm. just a lead-in where you have no idea why they have a pure shock look on their face. <laughs> They're watching something on TV that's tremendously upsetting, and then you see what it is. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was a that was a that was a fun one uh, for around the uh, the area of the movie where we're talking about right now. Mhm. So yeah, then after that, they get arrested after she sees them at the at the um, bar. No, before. So in this, in this, yeah, in this, it's before. <laughs> so they in this, they break out of jail and go to a bar. Yeah. And that yeah. is where they see the human king is so upset. Uh, that he's human, that he's meeting with the fairy godmother and the guy that Fiona previously liked, I think, right? And, I don't know. And by your estimation, Trek also likes. Yeah. Yes, that Trek also likes. And so then they go back to the castle. How does Shrek get from Fiona, Fiona to the bar? Does she just like let him go after that? Well, I believe the ogre at this point is just de- defeat. Defeated? Mm, that's yeah. right. Yes, because then it's that. That's where the um, was it the Nick Cave song? Yeah, because yeah. they have it. Oh. Okay, because they've in the original. Ver- oh my god, I'm trying to wrap my head around backwards. Yeah, <laughs> in the original <laughs> version, Shrek and Fiona never see each other in human form, right? Until right. the wedding, 
Mm-hmm. So in this version, they don't see each other again. They never see each other again in human form. <laughs> until and until so, the spell wears off. Yeah, and they're ogres again. Yeah. Okay. Which, okay, so they yeah so so they go to the bar, um, and then Shrek goes to try to get Fiona back, but sees that she's with Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. So then he leaves, and goes to a hut in the in like the forest or a farm a barn or whatever or no first he first they give their clothes away <laughs> yeah they give their clothes away <laughs> to these traveling merchants they're like oh oh yes, tra- <laughs> naked traveling merchants um, which which donkey and puss in boots find hilarious yes uh, and then shrek and, is like but remember the bible and yeah. then <laughs> Yeah, and and then he's like looking at his reflection, and he's surprised to see, I guess, maybe that the spell has is still happening. Yeah. What about the what about the part where Fiona is washing her face and she looks in the mirror and screams? <laughs> yeah, that was a good moment. Or she, or she, rather, she looks in the mirror and screams and then washes her face. Yeah. <laughs> and goes back to bed, assuming she's bed. she's in a living nightmare of some sort. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if there's any explaining that part. <laughs> there's not. <laughs> Women be crazy. <laughs> Dale, do you have any thoughts on all this? The only thing that I have of note on here is the reverse part. I, I... Okay, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we, uh, yeah, I mean, we've been kind of delaying the reverse part. And I think we're there. I mean, yes. yeah, there's a there's a barn scene, which I don't know if there's anything. I mean, it, the scene begins with Shrek pantsless in front of these right. young ladies. <laughs> and then they rise up. Yeah. Although, uh, we did actually, I, I, I think, I, I, uh, yeah. Actually, I will be honest with you. The way that it looks in reverse, it, it kind of, guys, it, it, it kind of looks like they, they forced him to go to sleep. You, you get what I'm saying. If, you, if you're watching a little bit because he stands up. Take a swig of the water, lay it back down, and goes, <laughs> goes to sleep. Yeah, Shrek got yeah. roofied. So, yeah, so you're saying Ooh. that the women undo the spell? Exactly. Oh, boy. Interesting. I didn't even, that was, but that makes sense because they, like, seem really excited exactly. about it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, and then he wakes up, they wake up back in the barn and it's raining, and Shrek is disappointed to be back to being an ogre, I think. <laughs> Um, yes. Will, do you, Yeah, I mean, some... no, I mean, I was just thinking about, like, how water kind of plays, like, a metaphor mm. throughout this version, you know, like, Mongo, or Ogmon mm. comes out from the water, you know, like, mm-hmm. Shrek, like, consumes water, it seems, in this version before he passes out, you know, mm-hmm. it's raining when he's in the midst of, you know, transformation, yeah. uh, you know, just, uh, just kind of talking aloud, I guess, or t- thinking aloud, yeah. but... So so then they go outside. Our heroes go outside uh, as the rain starts to end, and you see a flower turn into a mushroom. Mm-hmm. And then I think we all we need to like we said we need to address what's happening here. And Shrek, Sh- Shrek, Sh- Kirsch sucks a fart back into his butt. Well, <laughs> I mean, before we get into that, I mean, like we see like a storm dissipate. You know, yes, like the exactly. sun begin to go up in the clouds. Everything the seems, weather breaks. Yeah, the, everything <laughs> seems to kind of get a little cheerier. Uh, disposition seems a little brighter. It's almost we like pan, the atmosphere is sucking the storm back up into its butthole. Yeah, we pan out of like Shrek's bottom, and then we just see him like consume a fart. <laughs> it's in it's very like kind of like tidy and neat way. Yes, and then it clearly upsets him. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it would upset anybody. I mean, like, if if anyone consumed a fart, you're not having a normal day. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he he sucks in the fart, and then we get a shot of him like, what just entered my body? And then he spits out the potion. Yeah. Well, and then before that, he, like, consumes a sneeze, too, which is also pretty good. That also made me laugh, yeah. Where he just goes like he like consumes a snot like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we broke Chris, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's probably the funniest part of it, this. It, like, it might be. I mean, Dale, would you agree with this? Uh, is it? I know. I mean, I don't know. Would you? Maybe agree? not funny. Yeah. For Dale, I don't know if Dale's. I will tell you. I have. I once knew a boy. Uh, I once. Yeah. I, I knew a kid named Dale. And that I used to live out by, and he used to be able to do that on the regular, but... Really? I, yeah. It's weird. Is that where the conspiracy theory part of you grew from? When you're like, you like that was like your kind of like mind opening, third eye opening <laughs> moment was when uh, you saw a boy who could consume a fart, and you're like, nothing is as it seems, like I've been lied to my whole life. Maybe? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no. No, no, that has that's never been. Nah, that was uh, uh, yeah. I have uh, there's a website that I went on to. I, I think I gave it to you boys last time. I got. Uh, that's somewhere under the tax forms. I'll get to it later. Mm. Okay, okay. We'll 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 remember. I'm glad you pay your taxes, uh, Dale. <laughs> I, I I didn't honestly know if you did or not. I said tax forms. I did not say payment of taxes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, that kind of sounds like he's got a whole bunch of unfilled tax forms. Well, I don't want to get Dale uh, in trouble. That's but, fair. Yeah. I'll tell you what, gentlemen. Uh, very few. I, I I would like to say that I do not subscribe to the theory of blue collar comedy. I think of myself as a more astute gentleman. But I, I t- I'll tell you what. I, I I I damn near busted a rib watching that scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, so Shrek. Spits the potion back into the, the bottle, and then they have to take it to the fairy godmother's place uh, to plant it there, presumably. Um, and they get there, and things are not going well at the fairy godmother's place. Uh, there are pandemonium. birds. Yeah, complete pandemonium. I, I have to say, that was another really fun backwards scene. The, um, the, what's the... When he loves her, I, I don't know the song that plays. Love, that scene was a lot of fun in reverse, like the wheel, like Shrek running up the wheel, but like backwards and then doing a backflip, all fun. Um, and then while they're there, uh, they somehow manage to uh, clean up the whole place. Um, like while while Shrek and uh, Donkey and Puss are in the mm-hmm. one c- closet, yeah, they do a uh, fairy godmother solid. Mm-hmm. And then they go visit her, uh, and she pretty much kicks them out. I think, right? Well, and then she they, they talk to voluntarily, or, or, or I don't know. Yeah. Like she closes the curtains on them. Mm-hmm. And so. then they trade words with the the receptionist, uh, mm-hmm. who I learned. He's named Jerome, the receptionist. Oh, uh, oh, uh, note! I forgot to mention about Jerome. I mm-hmm. I learned this time, uh, you know, the scene at what was once the end is now the beginning of the film, when Shrek, uh, you know, uh, crowd surfs or jumps mm-hmm. into the crowd and lands on the Bijan Freeze. Before that, mm-hmm. Jerome, the receptionist, jumps into the crowd. I didn't even realize he was on the stage. Oh. Yeah, Jerome's like, in, Jerome's on the stage in the last. In, I just never noticed that until now. I, just, I never noticed that yeah. either. That's funny. But okay, so then they leave. They leave the house. They they leave the factory. What what's next? Um, is that when they meet Puss in Boots? Yes. Oh, uh, Dale has some thoughts on Puss. Well, let me just say, gentlemen, the the court. I've never seen a man just pull. I'm, I'm not. He bends over, reaches his hands between his legs, and boom, pulls out. A, I, I, I can't understand. I don't understand that. The the Shrek puss fight backwards is hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> the reverse chest yeah. burster. The re- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They really. Um. It seems like these friends get into a fight, and uh, and then puss leaves them, never yeah. to be seen. Again. Well, that's not true. Uh, we see his eyes. Cause oh, see, I thought that was toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, okay. Or the well, Cheshire maybe so. Cat or whatever. The, yeah. That, that yeah. moment is another uh, uh, jump scare that, that comes from this version because uh, I don't know about you, but like. Which is all of a sudden the we, green eyes. Yeah, well, you see the, the clock. It holds on the clock for a bit. And then suddenly you see these like menacing 
green eyes just staring at you. And it's like it, it genuinely gave me a fright. It was like, whoa, geez. Like, you know, terrifying stuff. Yeah. So Puss in Boots is turned on Shrek and gives some dirt on him to the king. The human king. Yeah. Yeah. And uh then who who then leaves the bar and uh then what Shrek is reading Fiona's diary and puts it away. Mm-hmm. And the eel song plays in reverse, which is slaps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they have a very upsetting dinner that ends up pretty nice with everybody washing their hands. Well, yeah, they were preparing um, the food. Shrek's assembling the chicken and. Oh, yes, I guess so. <laughs> uh,. They... I was uh, I was amused by Fiona's dramatic entrance in this one, where she's like crying in the other room, <laughs> then runs in. There's like this dramatic pause. She just like stands there and then sits down, and then Shrek and Harold <laughs> assemble all this food. <laughs> and she's so taken aback that she anti burps. Yes, <laughs> she sucks a burp back in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then what? So they, we leave, they leave the, the palace, a bird comes back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, I did notice this time uh, that I, how uh, Harold, King Harold just kind of casually steps over the, oh, the yeah. bird. I thought that was, that was funny. Yes. Um, and, and then Shrek and Fiona leave and go back home to the swamp with Donkey. Yep. And then they go on a honeymoon, like, because there's like, you know what? We tried being human. It didn't work. So let's go on our honeymoon, I guess. Enjoy life, yeah. you know. Um, And then there's an epilogue. Yeah, with uh, where, yeah. where Prince Charm. Oh, yeah. No, I actually it's it kind of I kind of got the feeling that the whole thing was the book that the wolf was reading to Prince Charming. OK, okay. <laughs> the magazine, you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The magazine, it's like, yeah. So so. So, so the whole movie happens and and uh, it's charming something the that castle and stuff. And then mm-hmm. it's basically like, well, while you're here, let me read this. Yeah, because the magazine is like yes. is like um, those serials like in the in the 70s or whatever, where mm-hmm. science fiction writers would submit short stories like, yes, like I have no mouth and I must scream. Um, and it's in a magazine or whatever. And so he, that's the whole story. And Prince Charming mm-hmm. gets so scared. That he just runs away. And he rides backwards yeah. through multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. And then he so closes the book. And then he closes the book. <laughs> so it, 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 I don't know about you, Will, but I kind of get the feeling that this movie has a much happier ending than Kirsch. But that I think that's because uh, it's a prequel to Kirsch, right? I see this movie altogether as much sadder. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, I see it as, uh, you know, it kind of happens more gradually in this mm-hmm. version, but it's about a dissipation of a marriage, uh, many mm. marriages. I mean, I mean, dissipate, we don't really get to see it much, but we see, uh, glimpses of, you know, King Harold and, uh, Queen Lydia's relationship falling mm-hmm. apart. Um, you know, like, because King Harold is no longer the man Not, that she fell in love yeah. with. Uh, even though now he's become a man, you know, she's no yes. longer the frog that mm-hmm. Lilith has uh, fallen in love with. And, you know, uh, we have this shot, like the last scene we see with, um, or one of the last shots we see with uh, um, Fiona and Trek is like them going on this like vacation, but like they're kind of falling out of love throughout it. Mm. Like, you know, like Shrek starts mm. da- making out with this mermaid. She forces him to make out with yeah. the mermaid. You know, yeah, they, they kind of, like, do this thing where, like, they kind of, like, introduce a third partner to kind of spark the relationship up more. And there's this really, really sad moment in this one where uh, the ring that says, I love you, the text disappears. <laughs> it fades away. <laughs> and That's she fair. flips the ring off, and it goes back into the cauldron, which well, is, in like... His hand, it's in his hands, and it burns his hands because... Mm-hmm. The, the burn of a love lost is mm, so painful. Yeah. Mm. And then the last shot of the film, previously the first shot of the film, is like this home video footage of mm-hmm. uh, Fiona and Shrek. Kind of like, I, I view it as like 
Shrek kind of making this happy ending for himself, even though it's not happy. It's like you can kind of read into it how you want. But mm-hmm. it, I take it as it's a sad ending. Like the the, race, the relationship's over. They're they're now ogres, but they they can't. They're no longer compatible. So they're maybe destined now to be like these hideous monster creatures that can no longer love another person. And Shrek is kind of idealizing his like this marriage that has fallen apart. And it kind of reminds me of the end of um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I don't know if you guys have seen that film, but mm-hmm. like there's like that ending where like the footage loops and it's like kind of like you can look at it as if like oh it's a happy ending because you know like they like ran away and you know found love once more or it's like you know it's like a fictitious memory and you know it's like it's just a lie that's been created for it and i i think it's kind of fitting that both those movies eternal sunshine spotless mind and shrek 2 came out the same year so Hmm. eternal sunshine of the shrekless mind there you go (laughs) just to supplement that um eternal shrek (laughs) shine eternal shrek shine Uh, (laughs) Of the spotless of, of the Shrekless Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, supplement that I love that. Um, but I another an alternative interpretation of that closing sequence is all that stuff has happened, mm-hmm. but since they've fallen out of love, and Shrek's like dying or something, and his last neuron is firing off or whatever. Um, and yeah, which is uh, kind of similar to I guess Eternal Sunshine as well. <laughs> exactly. The, the entire sequence of him falling in love and having the honeymoon is playing in reverse in his mind as he accepts mm. the fact that he is no longer mm-hmm. in or he is no longer loved wow yeah also there's the part where <laughs> there's the shot of the um of the swamp and in reverse the singer's like ah! yeah uh but Matt, you view this as a happier ending. I'm very curious to hear your interpretation. Well, I, it's more it's more just that I look at this. I mean, I don't know about you, Will, but I think this plays as a prequel to Kirsch. Um, okay. Because Kirsch starts with Shrek in a happy marriage mm-hmm. with Fiona. And at the end of this one, he does ostensibly seem to be happy with her. Uh I could be wrong about that. Well, if it's a prequel, then it's like a Better Call Saul situation where it's like we kind of know that they're doomed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that you can That's kinda, true. You can okay. kind of fall for the, the love of it, but you know it's like it's destined to fail. And so I That's guess you could, true. I guess you could kind of look at it as bittersweet, I guess, in that respect. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know. That's a, you know, another show about transformation and this movie mm-hmm. about transformation. Um, and then Shrek goes to work in a Cinnabon. Yeah. <clears throat> That would be great, yeah. If if, if the end, if, if Shrek the Third backwards is just Shrek in a Cinnabon. <laughs> it's, it's black Somehow. and white and he's got a mustache <laughs> yeah. and then he goes home. We reverse and, it and it just, it's a different yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, so Dale, any, I, I hear you have some theories. Oh, sorry, I actually had one, before, before you get into your theories, I just had one other note, which is during that montage at the end, I thought it was pretty funny whenever Fiona wiped mud on Shrek's face. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a funny visual. But anyway, Dale, sorry. Uh, what were some of your theories and thoughts on this epic movie? Have you boys ever heard of something called replacement theory? Whoa! They're slowly uh, but fi- surely replacing frogs and ogres with humans. That's what I'm getting from this. I cracked it. I'm so close to it. Okay, so you're saying this movie is to educate people about replacement theory? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, continuing on with replacement theory. So you see here, and I mean, it it, it hits all levels, you know, with the replacement theory. You got the king up at the top. They already got to him. I mean, they're so far in power up there. Hell, they did it in front of everybody. Literally, literally the entire town was there. It's like, psych, he's not a, he's not, he's a frog. You know, he's a man. Pulled the wool right over their eyes, right in front of it. I mean, they, that, literally, they saw, uh, uh, what they did with, uh, oh, what was that, what was the name of that fella with the, um, uh, donkey, yeah, that's right. And how, how they, or horse, donkey, I'm not quite sure. Uh, and basically, like, it, it, they even changed him. And, like, it, it, it's, it's almost, you know, it, it, 
that, that entire opening scene when they save and it, the, the lady disappears and stuff like that. It's almost like it, you can tell it as a full story, like it, capitalism helps and then they replace you. It, it's, it, I, I, gentlemen, I, I, when I say that the neurons are firing, to, to quote uh, uh, Will, it was saying a little bit earlier, when I say the neurons are firing, I... My mind's going a mile a minute if my mouth's only going three feet a second. I mean, if you can, you know, keep elaborating on it, I mean, we're all ears if you want uh, to keep going. Sure. Uh, I mean, what else you I mean, uh, let's put it like this. I mean, they, they're going with the unholy, na- unnatural creation of life. I mean, a, a, sing- a single man can't create a giant 40-foot-tall gingerbread man like it's nothing and have it be sentient right. and walk around. Come on now, people. Hmm. So you think God exists in the Shrek universe? Yes. Okay. But I, I think as a, I, I think Shrek is God at this point. Oh boy! Oh, I was about to ask: is 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 God a human or an ogre? I, I think that's what this film really does. You know, the final point is. And it is. I think God is Shrek at this point because let's be honest here, guys. He, he can turn in just he, just, he literally transforms, you know, they say with the help of magic and stuff like that. Let's be real here, folks. The, the movie that I saw, he was spitting up. He was spitting out the, 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 the liquid or poison or whatever they gave him. Uh-huh. And boom, then he turned as if he's purifying himself. And, you know, mm. removing the uh, almost uh, sort of human hubris and stuff like that, and showing us that these replacements, these ogres, you know, are, are, are washed away. They have no taint on them and stuff like that. And it's, it's just the pure happiness. And the, the ending of the story, when they're all happy, it shows that in this new ogre life, you can thrive. Hmm. Okay, They'll so be you, happy. You view the ending as a happy one, then. I mean, you did, you did say this was a religious experience. Very uh, much so. I mean, it's them experiencing uh, euphoria, nirvana, some might even say. I mean, it's weird that they reverse fart in a mud jacuzzi, but I mean, <laughs> heaven's different for everybody. I mean, if that's not euphoria, then what is? Right. Exactly. Uh, I'll tell you what, gentlemen. It, Amen. Amen, indeed. I uh, I gotta wipe the sweat from my brow. I'm I'm sweating like a preacher on Sunday up in here. Oh, oh that that was my main big theory and everything such as that. It was a giant replacement theory, and it shows that people are happy when they've been replaced, and they're 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 they see so. A so you're suggesting that it's promoting replacement theory. And also demonstrating the merits of being replaced. Exactly. Exactly. It's. it's I, I. I would even. I. I know earlier in the conversation we were talking about Kafka and his theories. I say I, I'd almost put this on the same levels. You know, subversive as Kafka. Huh. Kafka s experience. Yeah. Kirsch, too, or two Kirsch. Two Kirsch. Wow, I mean, yeah, that's a lot to think about. It, it, it makes me want to reverse fart. <laughs> Suck it back up. Suck it on and Suck baby. Suck it in your butt. Well, wouldn't that be... Like, so, I feel like God's natural will is for us to fart, right? It's like exercising right. the demons out. So, wouldn't it be satanic to anti-fart to like kind of consume... Mm. That what do you think about this deal? Uh, that's an interesting. Well, I mean, at that point, if you really think about it, everything in this universe is reverse. And I mean, may, maybe that's them showing us that. Yeah, there we go. That we're we're imperfect because we fart. To be perfect, you need to reverse. Got it. Figured it out. Mm. Oh, there you go. You heard it here. I was gonna say that too. It's uh, yeah, it's godly to fart, but then it's um, you could say it's ungodly to reverse fart. But the movie's playing in reverse, so a reverse fart in reverse is a fart, which means it's a good thing, and God wants it to happen. Hmm. That's beautiful. I want that on my well, tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, does anyone have just like general kind of thoughts? Like oh, we kind of skimmed through the the film broadly, but was there anything right that we didn't really touch on that you guys wanted to discuss? I think I hit everything I wanted to because I, I know I was kind of leading that journey. Sorry. That's all right. But, uh, the only I, I pretty much covered things. So the only thing I didn't mention is that um, when dog when dog when Shrek uh, roars at the Bijan Freeze and its hair mm-hmm. ripples back and it stops barking in well, in mm-hmm. Kirsch to to Kirsch, uh, Shrek roars at the Bichon Freeze and then. The, 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 the Bichon Freeze is completely nonplussed and starts barking at Shrek and he backs off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, I think you dance around something, Chris, which is that we were talking about religion and all these things and backwards, but, you know, like God spelled backwards is, <laughs> is dog. Oh, so, so maybe we have the this, Bichon this, Freeze is God. Maybe it's a, an angel. Yeah. You know, kind of a... Ooh. Uh, and God is a spiteful God, and he, you know, denounces his angels, which would be, you know, almost sort of blasphemous, I guess, in a way. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm no religious expert. Maybe Dale has something to say about all this. Well, I, I, I mean, it depends on what um, what book of the Bible you're you're talking about here. Uh, technically speaking, I mean, if you want to go with that, then I mean, God knows all. Therefore, he tells the angel what to do, and he's infallible, mm-hmm. such as that. Well, I mean, Dale, you said this was a sort of religious experience. Is there, therefore, like a Bible that is owed to uh, this film and this universe? You know what, fellas? I, I think I think I owe it to write the Bible of this universe. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know what, fellas? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. So, fellas, I, yeah. I, there's some ATF boys out in front of my house. I'm going to have to cut this really short. I'll talk to y'all later. All right. Oh. Well, uh, Good luck with see that. You, see you, Dale, and uh, uh, well, say our, uh, our best to uh, Stephanie, Tiffany, Stephanie. Tiffany, uh, Cher. I, I forget exactly his wife's I name. I think he's gone. Rebecca lost the door. Okay. Oh, okay. It's Rebecca, I guess. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, if Dale is gone, I, I guess we'll thank him for. Yeah, know, Dale. Thank. His, thanks for coming in again. Good to see you again. Very illuminating um, thoughts on this film. I'll say. I always yeah, uh, I always enjoy about. his perspectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny that. Uh, you know, he joins us for a non-conspiracy theory episode, and yeah, his thoughts right. are even nuttier here than they were, <laughs> they were in the conspiracy theory episode. Yeah. Um, I'll just kind of wrap things up with a few general thoughts I had. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, unless Dale at some point joins us, which I don't know. It seems like he's a little tied up. Uh, I think we kind of danced around the, the cold open, so I just wanted to say... Uh, oh, know, yes, the Donkey dragon. being surrounded by his, you know, mutant babies... And then losing them one by one as they flew into the leave. sky. And then you just see Donkey turn to the camera and scream. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could also say that the, the dragon, um, there's the, the, the smoke heart. Yes, it inhales mm. the smoke heart. She, she inhales the smoke heart. Right. And it's like foreshadowing. Which, yeah. Yes, I was going to say, yeah. It's foreshadowing that all love is going to be lost right. in this film. Mm. You read mm. my mind, Chris. I was about to say the same thing. It's very foreshadowing opening where donkey all, we see it's almost like you lose. read my mind oh boy Whoa. uh i do love <laughs> yeah like so donkey loses his kids and uh the love of his life Do- dragon and then puss and boots proceeds to mock him uh and go with two human ladies and then he yes, sings, he's like all right see you man <laughs> yeah it's like sucks to suck and he uh goes with two human ladies and then Donkey sings a uh, sad ballad that uh, Shrek and Fiona dance to. So yes, it- <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the final shot is just, just Shrek and Fiona dancing. <laughs> I think you mean the first uh, shot. And then we go back to the credits. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was funny. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I figured that was funny enough that we really kind of mm-hmm. need to, like, detail that scene because it's just... Yes. Uh, uh, so... 
another thing I wanted to mention is, uh, you know, we kind of alluded to it earlier, but uh, this version, the the Puss in Boots licking scene is way cruder. Yes. You know, previously he's like licking himself before he meets Fiona. And this one, yeah. he sees Fiona, talks with her, and then proceeds to like pleasure himself. <laughs> And Fiona's just like looking at him awkwardly and then leaves. <laughs> yeah. Which I'd probably do too, honestly. I mean, I think any sensible person would. It's just a, mm-hmm. you know, a pervert's just, you know, pleasuring himself upon sight of a, of a beautiful woman. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, gross. Uh, I'll say, I mean, <clears throat> one thing I also wanted to talk, talk about was um, during the transformation scene where they show Fiona and Trek going from ogre to human there's a really yeah. haunting shot where uh you know we we see the windows and the slate come out yes and we pull in and we see uh lilith and harold like looking at their ogre daughter but she's like laid out still it's yeah. almost like mm-hmm. they're like about looking at like a corpse yeah. of their <laughs> daughter and then like they like walk away it's just it's a lot more haunting <laughs> in this version than it was in the uh, the original one, which like when I mean, she she first passes out, right? Right, yeah. yeah but yeah, I mean, she's like, about know. to leave, or in the in the original version, she's about to leave, and then. But it's almost like they're like uh, mourning the loss of the daughter they knew, you know, in, right? Or, or in yeah, a way, they just, or, they just leave the body in the doorway of the castle. Yeah, I don't know. Just like you know, I don't know. It just leads to my theory. I think this is just a very uh, kind of like sad, weirdly mournful film backwards. Oh, I also really liked whenever the king licked his finger and stuck it in the uh, <laughs> yeah. food. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was great. I was watching that and I was like, "What happened in the original? What's, what's the context?" <laughs> uh, what's his name? Curtis. It's uh, I don't remember. It's uh, it's not Curtis though. It's, the um, king. No, no, the the guy. Cecil, maybe is it Cecil? Uh, I forget. I don't know. I feel like it does start with a C. Cedric? Cletus? Cedric. It's it's Cedric. Cedric, okay. Yeah. Uh, That would be the dog's dinner, your majesty. (laughs) Um, I I read something on Reddit recently where someone theorized that the reason King Harold likes the dog food so much is because he's a frog. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's really true, but I think that's a kind of fun idea. Do frogs like dog food? That's where I think it kind of falls apart. (laughs) They're like, it rhymes! (laughs) The basic premise of it is where it falls apart. Yeah. You know what I really, what I really want is I want uh, kind of going off of Will's premise of the the new um, tone of this reverse movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to show the reverse. I want to show to Kirsch to uh, Lars von Trier and see what his thoughts are. I think he'd love it. <laughs> he probably would. Uh, he'd be like, "This is the masterpiece I've been trying to make." Yeah. Even though I do, I do like uh, Lars von Trier's films. He's like, "This is what uh, I was going for in the house that Jack built." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Fio- or fairy godmother on eating the burrito and having the tomatoes kind of fly back onto it was really funny for me. Yeah, uh, and then uh, oh, so two, okay, so last two things. One random aside, maybe because I've just been. Uh, Rewatching the original Thor movies, and I saw uh, Love and Thunder this past mm-hmm. weekend. But I feel like if this movie Shrek Two was made today, the uh, the F- Prince Charming would almost certainly be uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I think that would just be 100%. the choice I'd go with. Uh, just thought that crossed my mind. Uh, and then I'll just end with a, a question I have for you guys, which is uh, relevant to the forwards or backwards version of this film. Uh, which is that if Shrek's or sorry, if Fiona's parents knew Fiona was living in a swamp, why did they act all surprised when she came back home <laughs> an ogre? Did they know she that was living a good in a swamp? Question. Well, how yeah, else? I kind of figured they just sent the the messengers. Oh yeah, yeah, but I guess right, you're right. Yeah, how did the messengers know to go to the swamp? Maybe yeah, they were no, like, a... maybe they were like, find my daughter, and they were like, we'll find your daughter, and they searched through a bunch of suburbs. Well, I mean, it's and a really they, pompous they, guy, so it'd be like, we'll find your daughter. <laughs> yeah. And then they finally find her, and then they're too scared to tell the king and queen that she is an ogre. That's yeah, true. We they're, never... Uh, they're like, where'd you find her? And they're mm-hmm. like, ooh, it was a vast uh, apartment complex or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they never... <laughs> they don't even... Uh, they don't say anything. Reggie just starts playing a solo ballad 
for a long time and they just leave without getting an answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's it. That's all I had. Uh, it doesn't seem like Dale is, uh, around to say more. So I guess we can wrap this up. Uh, till it's ogre. It ain't ogre. And remember kids. Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm here with my good buddy, Chris. Hey, Will, how's it going? I'm here with my good buddy, Matt. I'm your usual host, Will. And welcome to a new episode of A Ogre. More, he was the